Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Today, I'm here with my friend Ella, and we will be discussing breakups, and how breakups can actually turn into a lesson on self-worth and self-improvement. So, to start off, Ella, have you ever experienced a bad breakup? Not necessarily a bad breakup, but I have experienced one or two. And, like, what mental perspective kind of helped you get through it or get over it? Honestly, to get through a breakup, the first time I moved on, I went to my cottage the day after we broke up, so I kind of just had some time to myself, and I actually brought a friend as well, so it was nice just to spend time with her and enjoy ourselves and just to kind of get over that. For sure. That sounds almost like a isolation mm-hmm. where you just take some time to enjoy your life and mm-hmm. take some space away from Yes, the away breakup. from a situation. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, one thing that... I want to start off with right away is if you're going through a hard time one perspective that you can view your breakup is uh, that you deserve someone who loves you and who in turn you love with all of your heart and so if somebody just broke up with you then uh, the chances that are that they don't necessarily want to be with you or that they don't love you with all of them and so uh, you deserve somebody better and I understand that can be a hard thing to go through, right, mm-hmm. Ella? Yes. Um, uh, but that's just one perspective of many of how to deal with it. So, Ella, how do you know when somebody is being toxic or dragging you down in a relationship? I find that you know someone's toxic when they're spending time with multiple other people besides yourself. They're not texting you. They're sending you negative messages. Um... They're not boosting you up like if you guys are hanging out and the whole time they're on their phone or they want to do something else and they're not focused on you, then you're not their main priority anymore and that's sometimes when things start to go toxic. For sure. And uh, so if this were the case for somebody, how would you break up with them like without being a total letdown and like letting them down easy? Um, I would honestly just say the problem, what has happened, what occurred, what made me want to break up with them, if it was them not wanting to talk to me, them ignoring me, them being with other people, or not giving me all of them, then I would simply let them know the situation and tell them that I know I deserve better and my self-worth is more than that. For sure, like we already talked about earlier, if somebody breaks up with you, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? You can kind of twist the situation to see the positive light. That you deserve better, right? So when you go through a breakup and when you're looking for a relationship, you're essentially looking for your life partner. Yeah. Right? So if you're looking for, like, your partner, do you want to spend your life with somebody who does not choose to choose you? No. No. So even though it can be very hurtful, especially if you thought that, you know, they're the one person who cares about you, but I think that the one thing that really needs to be said here and understood is that you deserve better. You deserve somebody who loves you and who you love, just as the person who just broke up with you deserves somebody who they love and who loves them. So it's really a lesson on self-worth in that perspective. So Ella, Mm -hmm. how do you find somebody who you would actually consider to be a decent life partner? Or what are some qualities or characteristics in a person that you would choose? Um, sometimes the greatest things in life don't always come at the best times, but everything happens for a reason, I find. And to consider someone uh, reasonable to date, um, I'd like to think that they're respectable, 
they're caring, they're understanding, they're kind. Um, they choose you, they want to talk to you, they want to be with you, and they'll do everything they can to do those things. Right. You want somebody who chooses to choose you. Yes. Right? You don't want to force them to choose you because yes. that's not what you're looking for, right? No. You're looking for somebody who wants to be with you mm-hmm. on their own time. Mm-hmm. I would rather have a relationship with someone who wants to get to know me and we share qualities together. Right, for sure. You're life partners and you want to spend your life together. You want to enjoy your time and yes. not just, you know, use each other or yes. be with each other just to say, I'm taken. Yes, of right? course. You want the right person. You don't want to lower your expectations for who you would love or who you would want to be in a relationship with or lower your expectations for your life partner. Of course. Because it's better in some cases to be better off single with self-love and self-respect and to know who you are and to like who you are than to label yourself as taken with someone who makes you feel alone or feel unworthy. Or somebody who is just using you, right? Yes. You want to develop that trust and you want to, you know, be in it because you genuinely want to spend your life with them. Of course, yes. I agree with all that. I know that the process can be very difficult, especially to find your life partner, right? Because a lot of us, we meet so many people and every time we go through a breakup, we always wonder, will I ever find them? Yes. Right? Have you ever experienced that? Yes, I wondered, would I ever actually find another person that I could be myself around? But yeah, it does happen. Yeah, so one thing to keep in mind is that everything happens for a reason as as life happens. Everything has a reason behind it. So if somebody is breaking up with you, not only do they not want to spend their time with you, so you shouldn't want to waste your time with somebody who doesn't want to be with you, but at the same time, it just means that a greater opportunity or a greater person has been put in front of you and uh, you might have to overcome this battle or this mountain to get to that, but you're going to grow from it and you're going to have better than what you had. And I know that that's really hard to understand, especially because a lot of times we're like, I have to have a person, right? I feel like Mm -hmm. society really kind of pushes that on you. Yeah, that you should depend on someone or that you should have someone always to be there to support you. But your greatest supporter is yourself. Exactly. You have to live for you and you have to stop worrying about what other people think and stop worrying about pleasing others because at the end of the day, it's your life, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, don't feel pressured that I have to have um, a significant other by the time I'm 20 or that you have to be married by the time you're 44, It makes no difference. It's your life. You are the only one who can write your life story. So it is completely your choice. And I feel like society really, you know, kind of warps that into saying, like, you have to have a boyfriend by 18 or you have to have a girlfriend by 22 or things like that, right? Yeah, I agree totally. Society wants you to think that you need to depend on someone when really you can depend on yourself. For sure. And it really brings up a form of independence. And I feel like the longer that we spend knowing our self-worth and knowing what we want in a life partner, the more we know ourselves. Yeah. Because in a weird way, we learn more of what we do and don't want. And another thing is if you're in a breakup and, uh, you know, if you've been through quite a few of them and uh, if you don't know if anything is ever going to last, if anyone will ever 
you know, love you to the extent that you deserve to be loved, one thing to remember is you never lose in life. You either win or you learn. So every time you go through a new relationship and it doesn't end well, you can always learn more about who you are and you're learning about the characteristics that you don't want in a partner, right? Yeah. If you don't know what you want or you haven't found what you want, you always have the process of elimination to find what you don't want. Yes, totally. Right. So, Ella, another question we have is how do you deal with, like, rocky relationships? So relationships that sometimes either they get boring, you guys are fighting a lot, you can't come to agreements on stuff, you need to work on those things. It's super easy. You guys can do things that you both enjoy, so simply by planning one date night a week, even if it's just at your house, if you're just going to a park to talk, or you're going actually out somewhere for dinner, for lunch, breakfast, anything helps as long as you're spending time together where you guys cannot fight. If you're enjoying something, you guys should be happy. But if you simply can't agree on things, and this is a constant thing that's happening, if your relationship is super serious, you can consider counseling, but it would kind of be a relationship that you would know you wouldn't want for life, and you would just end that there. Yes, for sure. Another thing with the rocky relationships, it can be very hard, but if you're taking the view that you are contributing the whole effort in the relationship... You need to kind of reevaluate and look at it from the other person's shoes. Do they actually, like, do a lot or do you just think they don't? You have to recognize if they're actually not putting the effort in or if it's just you think they aren't because you feel like you're doing a lot. So if you feel like you are doing a lot and uh, you've taken some time, you've kind of recognized, okay, maybe they do do things and I just didn't realize it. One thing that can help is try to, you know, limit your ego. So I think that when we feel like we are contributing a lot, our ego gets really big and we really like to, you know, emphasize on how much we do and uh, worry about the other people's flaws. But instead, what you can do is focus on your flaws. Is there anything in the relationship that maybe you haven't pulled through on? And uh, even though that can be a very hard thing to do with yourself, it's also very, very efficient to getting you to where you need to be to understand where your relationship is at, right? Because no person is perfect and everybody does have flaws. And uh, it's up to us to realize if the flaws are worth being with or not, or mm -hmm. if they're putting in the effort or not, right? Yep. So Ella... In a relationship, what do you do if you're fighting? Well, I have a boyfriend right now, and usually when we're fighting, sometimes we'll just get super angry at each other, argue, 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 back and forth, and then we either stop just replying to each other, or we realize what we're fighting about is dumb and we stop, but it never really matters. Right, so you have to remember that you and your partner are a team, right? It's not you versus them in an argument. It's you and them together versus the problem. So you need to be able to work together to solve the problem. And that means not being emotionally reactive, where you're constantly, your emotions are going back and forth, you're saying things that you don't mean, because that can really damage your relationship. Even though the phrase goes, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, 
Words do hurt, and I think that that's something that we all know, especially that our loved one says. So we really need to uh, be uh, very controlled with our emotions and uh, work with them, even if they're not willing to work with you. You can be very, you know, open to them. So Ella, if you and your partner are having some problems, how would you work with them to solve the problem? Um, working with your partner is very important when you argue when you're arguing rather than just being like annoyed at each other. So the things that you can do to work on that is if you're not together, you can call the person rather than texting because when you're texting, you can't always tell their emotion. Right. Um, it's always important that you read their body language. If you are in person, if they're not ready to talk, don't like force it on them because you don't want to do that. It will create bigger problems. They'll be even more mad. Uh, you want to take the time that you need or your partner needs before talking. And even if it means falling asleep, being mad at them, you can't always, uh, resolve things before you go to sleep. Right. And so if you are having a hard time with another person where you're kind of fighting, what you can do is... The best thing you can do is be respectful of them and give them the time that they need. Yes. Right? Of course. The worst thing that you can do is try to force something on them that they aren't ready to take. So a lot of the time when you're in a relationship and you're having a hard time with things, it can be very emotional for a lot of people. So if we're understanding of where they're trying to come from in their argument or in their, you know, what they're trying to convey then the easier it will be for us to work with them because we can say, I understand your perspective, but I just, I, I think that this is another way to go. Yes, or things of course. Like that. It's important to talk to your partner and see if they're ready to talk, how they want to talk, if they just want to take a small break for the night or the day, and to always come back to things when you're ready and your partner's ready. Right. You both need to be ready. Don't try to force anything on them because that completely eliminates a good line of trust. Yes. And you want to keep the trust as much as possible. So Ella, what is the most valuable thing to have in a relationship, in your opinion? In my opinion, the most valuable thing to have in a relationship is trust. Yes, for sure. You need to be able to count on that person when you need them. You need to be able to trust that they're going to be safe, that they're going to be responsible, you need to trust that they're there for you and that they love you. Trust is basically the foundation that, of everything else. Trust comes with communication. Trust comes with responsibility. Trust comes with loving each other. And it all ties into one big word, which is trust. Right. So as you can see, trust has many branches. And trust is the base that formulates a lot of the other parts of a relationship. Yes. So uh, trust is the base. And if you don't have trust, as Darman says in some of his videos, if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. Yep. Trust is the biggest thing to have in a relationship. You want to know that your partner is not cheating on you. You want to know that your partner says he's going to his friend's house, he really is. Or if your partner says he's here, you want to know that he's here because you trust him. When you don't trust someone, your relationship is bad. Right. And going back to the life partner's part, do you want to be with a life partner that you don't trust? Of course not. Nobody wants to be with someone who they can't count on. Trust comes with counting on people and being able to trust them, and when you don't trust them, you don't want anything. Right, exactly. So you you need to be able to have trust and have faith in the other person and know that they're telling the truth and not lying to your face. Yep. So that's the end of our podcast today. I hope that you learned something new, and I hope that you kind of understood and took to the perspectives that we took. 
If you have any different perspectives, know that that is completely valid as well. Everything that we discussed today is only one way or a few ways of viewing things, but there are millions of ways that you can view situations, and uh, you don't have to adapt any of the ones that we have talked about today. These are just some different perspectives of how you can view it. We hope you enjoyed listening today, and let me know if you want to hear another guest on our podcast. Uh, just a word from me, Melanie's guest, Ella. Thank you so much for having me today. I had a lot of fun chatting about our conversations about relationships and self-worth. And I hope that you guys try and take some of this advice if it's useful for you. And again, thanks guys for watching Melanie's podcast. Make sure you watch the rest of them because I bet they'll be great. Thank you, everyone. I hope you tune in next week to hear more of my content. Have a good day.